Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Are you sure this hat works on me? It's not like, uh, it's not, it doesn't look like I'm trying too hard with the hat. Sorry, I need to take a swig of my water. But you look, you look beautiful today. Especially in that hat. That hat, I think, is a big part of it. And that isn't also to say that you wouldn't be beautiful without the hat. It's just that it 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 highlights your beauty. Really? Yeah. Or sorry, your uh, machismo. Mach- that's what I was looking for. I uh, I don't know. I'm just nervous that people might think it's like a try-hard thing. Like I'm coming off like I'm trying too hard to like look hip because, you know, now that... No, it's a, now what, I'm what, in my, sti- what style of hat would you say that is? Um, it's like a leather, you know, cool, cool guy. It's hat. a leather, like Jacksepticeye hat. Yeah, like kind of. It's like a like a newsboy meets leather daddy. Yeah, type vibe. And you know, it's like you know, now that I'm in my late twenties, I you know, kids on the internet might go, oh, well, you know, he's not the the young hip, uh, spry YouTuber he was back in the day, and they might accuse me of trying too hard to like look. No, cool. I think the, I think that hat makes you look young and vibrant and willing to try new things. You're not afraid to look stupid. And you don't. You don't look but you, stupid. But you just said, I'm not afraid to look stupid, which would imply that the hat does look stupid. No, no, I, no, that would imply that people trying new things and going out of their comfort zone would make them think that something looks stupid. Okay. I think you missed, you missed the forest for the trees. Okay, sure. I don't know what that means. And I refuse to even think about what that <laughs> might mean. But, uh... Welcome to Super Mega Cast. Nope. No. Sorry, you can welcome him. I just, Jeez, I just dude. To, I just welcome to, to Super Mega Cast, boys and girls. Uh, for the audio listeners, uh, you know I'm trying a new hat out. I'm trying something new. Um, it's something we already described. It's a leather. It's a Jack yeah. Newsboys cro- leather daddy like crossover. Not Newsboys is in the Christian band, but no, maybe as in, like, they look a, like they would wear as this in, like, type like of the hat. newsies. Yeah, newsies. Maybe that's what meant. Not the news. Not news. But also, you, I could see you meant the, like the newspaper boy. Yes, like that paper boy. That type of hat. 
but the I, newsboys. I could see the newsboys wearing <laughs> this type of uh, hat too. It's a pretty cool hat. Ooh. Um, and you know, I'm not ashamed to to, tr- to you know try something new when it comes to fashion. And, you know, and it worked out spectacularly, if I do say so myself. Spec. Wait for it. Spectacularly. That's right. That's a that's a weird freaking word, brother. Spectacularly. Because of the tacularly. Tacularly. Yeah. It's just come on, man. Shorten it. Just just what you doesn't need to be doing all that. You no. know? No. How have you been though? What's new? What's new in the life of McGee? I'm good. I went to uh I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Did they guard the galaxy this time? They they were more so guarding their uh, their friend. The premise, without spoiling too much, is that the Guardians of the Galaxy have to come together and not save the universe, the galaxy. They have to save so their a friend. Friendship. Oh, their friend, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not into that woke shit that they're pushing now. I enjoyed it. I, you know, I heard that they used the F word. They did. They did. And it, and it was a pretty natural uh, push and it didn't feel forced. They didn't like zoom in and go... Fuck you. It was it was just kind of like they said it in a moment. That's I, it was I, really kind of like I won't be watching it because of that. I will be boycotting the movie. Um You haven't seen either the first Wait, you've seen the first one, right? No. Or the second one? Nope. And I won't be seeing the third one. They're fine if you're I th- I feel like for those who aren't interested in Marvel, I know this is still quippy, but I feel like James Gunn brings enough of a personality and different kind of edge than uh, Joss Whedon, per se, who did The Avengers and and kind of overdid that and made it very Funko Pop-esque, I would, I would if, <laughs> if, if it were a mood in a movie, you know? That was the mood board they brought to the, the movie. It's just <laughs> yeah. a picture of a bunch of Funko Pops. <laughs> I like, mean... Right, this is what we're going for. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. But I think that Guardians of the Galaxy, as a trilogy of films, um, maybe it's because I know, like, the a lot of the behind the scenes stuff like you know James Gunn got canceled and then got rehired and all that stuff but i feel like he made a uh, uh, just a a nice fun heartfelt uh trilogy that you know it's it's a sci-fi adventure film it's not trying to be it's not like a blade runner sci-fi you know it's not sure. trying to be it knows what it is and i and i can respect that it doesn't know what it is and it's not like a ca- you know, there's a lot of movies where you can tell that they hire a director just to hire a director. It's like, yeah, this needs to be directed. Uh, get some guy to do it. And the director's sure. like, yeah, yeah, the script says this, so I'm going to do this. Sure, yeah. Verbatim, whatever, no creativity. James Gunn puts a lot of, I would feel like, is his personality. He ha- he adds a lot of, like, he has a, he talks through a microphone into speakers on set so he can just ad lib and talk to the actors as they're doing their stuff. It's like a James Gunn podcast live on the spot. Yeah. You know? But uh, I, while it's not like, as I said, it doesn't like blow you out of the water. I think it's it's uh, as I said before, heartfelt, well made, fun, and probably the most depressing Marvel movie because it deals with animal cruelty. The little raccoon fucker, mm-hmm. that guy. It goes into his backstory, and as I said, I'm not going to spoil much, but. He is a tragic character. He's always, you know, they have always referenced in the past movies. And I, just to update you on, like, he has some sort of past. There's there's something that he, there's a reason he is the way he is. He was a drug dealer. Sure. No. Something dark like that. Yeah, something, you know, whatever it is. He but, struggled with pot addiction. Yeah, exactly. We all struggle with uh, certain things. Yeah. 
You know, Ryan. But I, I, if if you like those types of movies, if you just like going to whatever, I'd recommend it. It's it's definitely the best Marvel film in a long ass time. Really? Yeah. Because I mean, what they had Ant Man and then Quantumania. Before, you didn't you didn't think that was the I best? I didn't see it. I didn't care. I didn't care. But how to can see you it. say that? How can, how can you say that, 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 that this was the best Marvel movie in a long time when you haven't even seen? Did you see Black Adam? <laughs> That's a DC movie. I saw I saw Wakanda. For, I, granted, I fell asleep on the plane while watching Wakanda Forever, but I got the gist of it. I got it. I saw most of it. Yeah. Was it? It was long. Was it Wakanda Forever? It was Wakanda Forever. Yeah, forever because of how long the freaking movie is. Hey, amen. You know. And then there was what was the there was like another recent one. Oh, the Thor Love and Thunder. I thought like fell flat for me. I didn't even know there was another Thor movie. Yeah, uh, the second one directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah. Nice. That one felt just very, like, Funko Pop. Uh, you know, again, to bring up the mood board. Uh, bring a kind of Funko Pop vibe to the, to oh, the movies. Oh, and Sam Raimi directed uh, Multiverse of Madness, which, you know, Sam Raimi got goofy in it, but it was... James Gunn just found a really good balance, I feel, with Guardians of the Galaxy of having it please the studio and the audience without sacrificing artistic integrity. And nice. it's cool to see that, especially with uh, a big uh, brand like Marvel who is controlled by Disney. Right. You know, I don't know. You know what I heard a lot about and then didn't hear anything about, and I, I don't know what, what the dealio is... These days. My album. <laughs> I don't know if you want to give any of that away yet, you know? Spent more than I made. Oh, well, yeah. But, you know, we don't need to get into it. You know? What? I was, what? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll entertain you. What? I wanted a feature. I gave you a feature on my album, and I thought if maybe returning the favor would be nice, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, what you were going to say. I was going to say, well, I do want to talk about this after the podcast, though, because I do like it actually was kind of rude that you didn't give me a feature when I asked. You didn't even text me back, but we don't need to get into I that. I think that we had creative differences. Okay. You gave Angry Joe a feature and he doesn't even sing. So whatever. Um, Angry Joe, he doesn't have, I won't, whatever. Okay, yeah, we'll get into it later. Uh, but basically, there was all that, all that fuss, right, about the Minecraft movie. And then just what, is that even happening? It was going to be directed by the Always Robert. Yeah, Always Robert. <laughs> Always Robert was going to direct the movie. Uh, uh, Rob McElhenney. Yeah, <laughs> Always Robert. <laughs> that does sound like a YouTuber. What's up, guys? It's Always Robert, and today I got an incredible announcement. I'm going to be directing the Minecraft movie. Where is... Okay, wait, 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 wait. I got to look up if the Minecraft movie is still happening. Hey, 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 hey. If, if always Robert were, you know, the director of a film in a competition, he would have beat out Shane Dawson. Well, Shane I, Dawson I, did win because he was the most talented person. For those, I'm referencing uh, when Shane Dawson was in a short film competition that was also like a TV show. It was like a battle of the filmmakers. And he won and he got his movie, uh, you know, it was, everyone got to make one. What, and, what movie was, was his? Was it the Smiley one? I, I thought it was the um I thought it was the high school one that we we watched not cool no not, there was the, you know because there's a forty there's like a movie ish thing and then there's a movie movie right yeah 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 um I mean Shane Dawson not the one where he's fat the one where he just like the one where everyone's 
well, everyone's horny in every video. It's the one with that, like, they're at the party at the end, and there's this famous line, um, a, uh, a large woman walks by the camera and walks by a character, and that character reacts. No, no, no. They, they don't even make a character react. She She's excited uh, because someone mentioned that there would be butter somewhere. Yes, and she freaks out. Did somebody say butter, I think is the line? Shane Dawson was in the writer's room fucking just slapping his knee. He what was if some fat bitch walks in front of the camera? <laughs> Why'd you give him that voice like he's Bill Burr? <laughs> I think some fat bitch walks by the camera. Okay, uh, Minecraft movie is coming out April 4th, 2025. S still directed by Always Robert? No, dude. What? It's not directed by, uh... Alright, dude. Who's it's not directed by Always Robert. Give it to me. Give it to me. Straight. Straight and You simple. are going to... Maybe flip a single shit when you hear this name. Jared Hess. Let the gears turn for a second. Jared Hess? He's got a brother that he makes movies with. With the same last name? It's not, it's not ringing any bells. They made a certain uh, <clears throat> postmodern slice-of-life film in 2004 set in a small town in Wait, Idaho. Napoleon Dynamite director? Yeah, and Nacho Libre director. No way! He's doing the Minecraft movie. Screen Wait, that director or someone related to him? Jared Hess. Jared Hess. Oh, sh okay. Screenplay by Rob McElhenney. Uh, and I don't know these other names, but, uh, Roy Lee is producing it. It's a very famous producer. Oh, it's something else to add. I wanted to add with this, you know, I hate to be that guy, but, uh, if you look over here, damn it. I'm not looking at the circle game, dude. Whatever, dude. You can't get me with that. Fuck you. You looked down before I could do it. If I had it there. I didn't look down. You did. You, well, you, you looked down before I even placed it there. Like, but then you You're not going to get me. You're not no, I'm not going to get you. I'm telling you what happened. Look at me. I'm telling you what happened. I'm not trying to get you. I'm not trying to goof you right now. I raised my hands up so, Keep so Matt up. knew that. Okay. Don't put those hands down. I've been doing this for warm-up, baby. Jason, JK, I don't want to do this. Dude! Comfortable. Jason Momoa and Steve Carell are in the Minecraft movie. That's the only cast they've announced. That is unfortunate. Uh, and it's Warner Brothers doing it. So, yeah, I mean... I'm glad that it's happening, you know? I, I didn't know it was, you know, I, I I stopped hearing about it, and then I just wasn't sure what was going on there. The only thing I feel like I, I've liked Jason Momoa in was uh, the Game of Thrones, where all he did was, like, grunt and, go, you know, and danced around and got really violent. I, I don't think I've ever watched something he's done and, like, been taken into the character. I don't think there's any way for them to make the Minecraft movie without it just looking like one of those, like, Captain Sparkles music videos. You know? Where they just, like, overly... Like, they animated the characters, like, a, to have a little more, like... They're gonna make it the Lego movie, and it's gonna be, like, some kid who doesn't have friends, and he's gonna discover them in Minecraft. Then he's gonna have... They're gonna have to meet in real life at the end in the climax. And it's, like, real-life people. Yeah, we could be in the Minecraft movie. I mean, there's still so much time, guys. That's you know, if if Ryan and I, you get you know, guys, like if you, you know, there's still time. You know, like if you did like a petition, you guys, you know, like if you just maybe wanted to, you know, try to get us in, because there's still time to get us in the Minecraft movie. Jason Momoa, 
uh, more like Jason Mimosas. I'd rather have a couple Mimosas after watching anything he's in. Yeah, because um, he, because he, because uh, he, he's Aquaman. He, um, he was this centaur creature in some Netflix film, I think. What else is he? What else? I have no idea. He but is. There's, there's still time to get us in the movie. That's all I'm saying. He looks like someone they would get in like some shitty alternate universe to play Jack Sparrow in like the new <laughs> and improved. That's what I feel like they're gonna like the next Jack Sparrow is gonna be like some Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Dwayne the Rock as Jack Sparrow would be kind of uh kind of awesome. You know? Uh it's a uh, jar of dirt. <laughs> he does a he does his laugh rock. He looks at the yeah. camera, kind of gives that little one eyebrow raise. That would be fucking awesome, dude. And gonna- can someone tell me why is all the rum gone? <laughs> <laughs> I could see it now. <laughs> you know? I could see it now. It's perfect. But I but instead of like the typical Jack Sparrow get up, they do the kind of uh, pirate thing where it's like he's the strong man. He'd be with, like, shirtless. The, yeah, he'd be shirtless and maybe he'd still be bald and he would just have an eye patch. Yeah. Maybe some pirate tattoos. Yeah, there'd know? be... A- Plenty of jokes. In fact, it would be a running joke that he has a big penis. A big sword? Like, uh, I don't know. They go to Tortuga. And, like, he sees, like, the girls, but they're all, like, scared of him because of <laughs> how, how fucking massive his penis is. You think is. Disney would write that into the next <laughs> Pirates movie? <laughs> yeah, they'll put it in the ride, too. <laughs> when you're on that fucking bo- boat with the beautiful smelling water. God, it smells good. Going by, like, ugh. Damn, I need to fuck someone, Dwayne the Rock says in his pirate voice. When's Dwayne gonna get, like, a nice, mature, serious role, you know? What? Like, like, Rampage? No, I want him to (laughs) do some art house shit. Fast and Furious? No, I want him to do some, Hobbs and Shaw was a spinoff, which is as close to an independent film as these actors are gonna get. I want, like, an A24 movie where the Rock's the main character, but maybe he plays, like, a... I don't know... Like, um... Live-action Moana? Is he in live-action Moana? Yeah, he's gonna play his character in the live-action Moana. It works pretty well. I think it's ridiculous because Disney live-action... It's so dumb. They are one of the biggest goddamn studios, if not the, the biggest, right? They make so much fucking money, and all of their movies look like absolute fucking garbage. <laughs> it's awful. It pulls you right out of it. It looks so bad. Have you seen this, like... The Little Mermaid, like in the CG, and nobody wants and the, the hyper realistic shit. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. It takes all the charm away from it because, like, I don't get it. Why can't they make it cartoony and then put it in with real life? Like, if they made, like, if they made the fish and stuff look like Pixar fish, but then just mixed them with the real life with the same lighting and stuff, it would look awesome. Like, people, it would be charming. But to give it, it's just a fucking crab. It's just a, it's just a crab. Like, there's nothing charming about it. Or just remake the movie in a different type of animation style and, like, switch up the cat, you know, the casting and stuff that way. I don't, I don't, fi- I don't, or maybe just don't fucking remake Yeah, that's it. what I was gonna I say. Know. You don't have to remake all these classics as like, live action. The perfect example is, like, uh, Pinocchio, right? It's, like, a story as old as time, but it can be told in several different ways. The first time Disney told, like, its story, right, it had a certain look and atmosphere and blah, 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 blah. Then you see Guillermo del Toro's, and he took his own interpretation and made his own story out of it, using the same characters and setup and and story beats. Um, and like with that, they also made a live action Pinocchio movie. Disney did, and it's like, yeah, of course 
people aren't going to like it because it's one just out out of its time like it's not of that era i don't think kids are going to enjoy it the same no uh, especially when it's taken down a few pegs when it comes to like the quality animation regardless of how old it is it's still beautiful like I guess objectively, but it's still like I mean, that, looks that, gorgeous. Back then, it's hand drawn. Yeah, and, and like it, you can feel the passion in it. Like the first Little Mermaid movie, like that animation is is amazing. But here they do; they probably get a rush job from a bunch of like interns or just animators over in Canada or something like that, somewhere cheap. And maybe they, if it's actually done in studio on like a decent time and everyone's happy, I would be fucking surprised. But the only way for me it can, like, look this bad is if it's just a rushed job and they're not giving, like, the people enough time. Even then, it's it's deeper than that because, as you stated, it's it's down to the character design. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's not just, like, it's not the animator's faults or it's not, like, I don't even think it's on the rushed job aspect. I think it's on the creative well, direction. I was saying, like, the studio is yeah, forcing yeah. those deadlines. I think it's the creative direction. Like, they sat down and they're like, okay, so, you know, this this charming animated crab is now just going to be a hyper-realistic crab. Crabs are probably one of the least appealing, friendly-looking creatures on the planet. And Sebastian's wonderful. I know. He's, he's, he's cute, he's charming, he's fun, <laughs> he's charismatic, but, like, a, just a, an actual crab. There's nothing charismatic about it. There's nothing charming about a crab. Flounder, I think, is one of the worst. Oh, it's just a fucking ugly fish. Fish, <laughs> fish are also one of the most unappealing creatures on the planet. Like, they just look bad. You know? Like, there's nothing charismatic or charming about the way a real fish looks. That's why in a cartoon it works, because they made it cute and fun. They made them big and fat. And, and, and a round. goofy face, and it's exaggerated. With a pudgy nose. No, but, but then when you... Go to a real fish, it loses all of that charm, and I don't get why, like, the one of the biggest corporations in the world, the biggest entertainment corporation in the world, can't see that? I think it's like, they don't, it's like, it's, this movie is, is no one's passion. It's Disney, it's, it's just- Recycling an IP. It's, well, yeah, it's like, while, you know, a lot of, like, Marvel can try to mask it and stuff with personality and charisma and stuff like that, these movies, it, it's, it's really hard to mask the disingenuousness of it because there, there's no directors really attached that I feel like this is their passion project. They were asked to make it. And, like, no one, like, I feel like it's a script that was asked of someone instead of a script- that someone had lying around yeah. and were passionate about. Um, it's just really a business decision. And at the end of the day, it's a com when something is so blatantly, all it is is like a two-hour fucking commercial for Disney, it's like, why do I want to see this? I'm just going to go watch the animated version back home and get that nostalgia rush. Get some giggles. Uh, I, I thought I remembered this and I looked it up and it said that Disney's making live-action versions of all their classic animated movies to maintain copyrights because mm. all of Disney's animated films are based off other previously released books and or films. Uh, so they make them uh, while they currently control the IP. Uh, so they, they remake them to maintain control of the IP every few decades. That's why they made that shitty Lady in the Tramp live action shit and put it on like Disney Plus. I don't understand why they just don't take this trash and just throw it on Disney Plus. That's where it kind of belongs, you know? Like, uh, you know, with the L Little Mermaid 2. Yeah. Lion King 2 is fire. I love the Lion King 2. 
a lot of fun songs. Lion King one and a half was a treat as a kid. I don't know how it is as an adult. It's also weird that they got John Favreau to do the Lion King live action remake. Yeah, but like he's the thing is he for Disney he was uh I mean they had their differences with the whole Iron Man stuff. There was like a lot of push and pull Iron Man 1 and 2 yeah. and 3 he stepped or he's he didn't he he didn't direct 3. That was Shane Black who uh he, he Shane Black directed the Good Guys, the Ryan Gosling. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And directed oh, I can't uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. With Robert Downey Jr. and some five, I don't know. But regardless, John Favreau has a checkered past with Disney with that whole shit. So they bring him back. And the thing is, in interviews, if you watch him, he himself seems very excited about the documentary style of realistic lions and animals. It's like it's like it's a documentary. It's like the look at that fur. Look how real that fur looks. It's more like. It seems like an obsession. Like James Cameron was obsessed with the technical, like uh, the technical advantages he had with tech, uh, by producing certain technology for the first time to be used on a film. Sure, and it, I'm sure that's exciting. But you know, he at least channeled that into creating, creating a world and story where Favreau just like did it as an aesthetic, which seems very just cheap and well, and and lame. One thing I'll say is Which is was a, I think an apt description. <laughs> yeah, doing the live action Lion King and making it hyper realistic. At least what they have on their side is that like a lion cub is is like the real thing is cute, you know? And you want to look at face it. face has no expression. But a fish is not cute. A <laughs> no. crab is not cute. So it's like it 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 I could see how, you know, it would make more sense to do the hyper realistic shit for the Lion King remake. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's a lion cub. But That's at least stylize it. You've seen the shit where yeah. people go and Photoshop and kind of like, I think what what would have been perfect was hyper realistic environments and like fur, but like just stylized slightly, because then I feel like that introduces like the imagination. That, I don't know if I'm a kid, it's cool to see these things brought to real life, but there's, you know, the nostalgia speaking probably, but there's just something about like animation where. It, 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 whatever CGI does is trying to uh, replace in what they did with animation in those yeah. films back then, they just can't do because it comes off as cheap. And maybe, you know, kids don't recognize that. It's just loud noises and fish, and they probably love it. But I can't imagine people having a deep nostalgia and going back and still liking the films that still many adults love Disney films to this day going back like there's people who are like D Little Mermaid is still my favorite movie right right I don't think anyone's favorite movie is the live action Lion King <laughs> maybe I'd be surprised maybe but I I couldn't imagine that person's uh, outlook I guess like on life <laughs> on uh, yeah I mean I guess I'm being a little uh, an asshole about you are because actually Ryan it is my favorite movie <laughs> So we're going to ads now. We're going to ads. You just piss me off. I have to piss. Okay, go piss. Dude, check it out. Go piss. Okay. Actually cut it there, Luke. Hey! <laughs> Luke, do not cut it there. Cut it when I first said... 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm just saying backwards, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes. you, I know. I'm translated. Do you think the backwards looks good? I think it's the same hat, but wearing it in a different way. Makes it feel fresh. You know, is that what you're going for? Do you want to feel fresh? No, I do want to feel fresh. Like I the just, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I, I don't know, but I, I don't want to, like, bring attention to the fact that I switched it around. Speaking of Will Smith. What about him? Will Smith. Jim said he would be here. Jim said... Was that the surprise guest he was talking about? Yeah, and that's... Maybe we both have... Will Smith! I guess he just didn't show. No way. I, mean, no. I don't know. There's still more podcasts. Who knows? Yeah, yeah maybe Maybe <laughs> Will Smith... Maybe if y'all, if y'all stick around and listen to the whole podcast... Will Smith might show up by the end. Who knows? Will Smith might uh might appear. That's really cool. That's, I didn't know he was coming today. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. he's he's probably fashionably late, hat like all famous people. Well, speaking of fashionable hat, forward or backwards for I when he's here? You think, you think backwards is cooler? Yeah, we're well, talking about the Fresh Prince here, next, man. Ne- next next ad break, we'll have another discussion and okay. we'll finalize how I think. I have an idea, but I'll, we'll we'll talk about it in between. Okay. This is big. What's big? This idea that I have. Yeah, what's your big idea? For your hat. But Oh, as I said, oh it's for the hat? Okay. It, it, we'll do it in the in-betweens. Okay, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. But also, I don't necessarily want Luke to keep all this in because I don't want it to look like I'm... If people know I'm thinking this much about the hat, then it takes away of any course. cool... Yeah. Like, it, it, the hat has no, to be nonchalant. It. So just, Luke, you know what to do. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah, so... Uh, what's new... Scooby-Doo. Well, how about you? You were on a movie kick. I, I said I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Did you see anything new? 
Yeah, I've just been watching like all the old Pixar movies. I watch Monsters Incredible. In- incredible. I'm sorry. Mo- I- <laughs> Monsters. Monsters. Incredible. I watch Monsters Inc. <laughs> Monsters Incorporated. Have you seen Monsters University? I have. Yeah. What did you think of it? I've only seen it once. Uh, well, I watched it right before I actually went off to college. So I watched it in 2013. Um, I liked it. I mean, it, it was. I thought it was a fun sequel. Uh, prequel, I guess. Uh, it wasn't offensive. You know? No. Well, I, I'd hope not. You know, Pixar, <laughs> Pixar tends to not do inappropriate stuff, but um, <coughs> well, there was that one offensive scene. Yeah. You know, but you know them portraying indigenous. Don't need to get into it, but weird choice on Pixar's part to do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, li- I liked it. I thought it was like a fun. You know, would I rewatch it? Not necessarily, but. but uh, Monsters Inc. holds up. Monsters Inc. does hold up, yeah. Look, I always it's interesting going back because as much as in my head I'm like, The Incredibles. You know, as long as these Pixar films, you know, they're gonna hold up, and they do, but you really do see the age. Yeah, there really was this sense of when we were younger, like this is the peak of animation. Yeah, that's what Pixar was. That's who you went to, and it's like, okay, who's Whose technology is the best? It's always been Pixar. Well, That's- Bugs Life was the big one that when I watched Bugs Life, I was like, "Oh man, like, this <laughs> oh yeah, does I not like look Bugs as Life. good as it." Oh, it's 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 a great movie, but it's like the animation. It is crazy because when you when you and I were kids in the like early two thousands, because when I first saw that movie, um, when did that one come out? I think that came out in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, uh, I saw it because it came with my family computer on a. DVD. I had a VHS and the outlining was white on it. Mm-hmm. But my dad's, like, our first family computer came with that. It was one of the old Macs. Just and, came uh, with Bugs Life? Mm-hmm. Just came with Bugs Life for some reason, uh, which I thought was cool. On, like, a silver disc. Just a silver, plain disc. And uh, back then, though, like, when you're five years old and you watch that movie for the first time, it's like animation can't get better than that. And then you watch it back now and you're like, Wow. It, 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 it's it's not bad. It's just like it, it kind of turns me back into the conversation we were having about like kids going to see these new live action films. Like I'm talking about like oh the the, the anime like they don't give a shit like to them it, these live action films are still probably they love them they love them. Pixar could not what they could not get right was humans. <laughs> like when I rewatch these old movies, yeah. people look terrifying. They look <laughs> well. Horrifying. Toy Story one, yeah, specifically two. I feel like, you know, they had to develop styles when they centered more around people. Like, uh, Up had a very strong, uh, it was very strongly stylized. They figured it out. Character design. The Incredibles was its own (laughs) thing. It was kind of like blending realistic with just kind of like absurd proportions. But even Monsters, Inc., which I just watched, which, by the way. Oh, how did Boo hold up? She she's all right. It it was it was mainly like the kids that they're scaring look terrifying. Like, but also that movie in my one head is a robot. Yes, and it, they look very scary. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. one of uh, I for some reason didn't remember that movie coming out the year it came out. It came out way longer, like long, way more long ago than I thought it did. Two thousand three, two thousand one. Oh shit! I know. That was Pixar's 9-11? That was Pixar's 9-11 with Monsters, <laughs> Inc. But for some reason in my head, that came out way later than 2001. Um, but, uh, you know, I rewatched Wally as well. and I still need to rewatch Wally's Wally. my favorite Pixar movie. 
I remember I, I went to go see it with my youth group, and I, for some reason I just didn't like it at the time. But And the only thing that made me laugh, and I was like, you know what? This made me laugh. I told my youth pastor. It was when uh, all the, the fat people were rolling because the ship yeah. tipped. You know what's I funny? Like, I watched you know. Wally and Titanic in the same day, uh, <laughs> and they both have a scene where just just people rolling down a deck. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I what I like about Wally is, I think I mean it was such kind of a weird like step for Pixar because they had not done, um, you know, they did like all this cute stuff, animals and all this, and all of a sudden they did this like post-apocalyptic dystopian thing where it's like trash and nastiness and most of it is a ch uh, tom and jerry aspect mm -hmm. in terms of like the dialogue is at a minimum for the uh, for the protagonist you know yeah i like that. It, you know it doesn't really do say much and i also loved uh it's so weird how when they show like videos from uh like this time period it they just use real footage of people so like the president is fred willard <laughs> and it's just actual footage of fred willard. fred willard was a comedic legend. He was a comedic legend. And it's just, it's so weird seeing in Wally, he's the president. And he's like, we got to get the heck out of here. <laughs> and they used real footage. I, I thought that was fun. So are you going in order? Or are you just kind of mm -hmm. picking and choosing? Just picking and choosing. I still so, got to watch Incredibles. So you saw Bugs Life. You saw Monsters, Inc. Are those the only two so far? No, I watched Wally. I watched oh, yeah, Finding sorry, Nemo. Wally. Finding Nemo. I think Finding Nemo is... If you watch Finding Dory, you you see the technical advances they made were like are that like really good, but still I like the ocean shit like holds oh, up it like looks the scenery so good. and everything. It looks amazing. That was a big one. I think uh, the second one they bragged about the octopus tentacles and how they animated them, and in the first one it was just like getting the ocean right. It looks great, and that came out in two thousand three. So I do remember I saw that. I I remember seeing that in theaters. I remember just being scared whenever a big whale, even the whale in the distance. I was like, oh, yeah. Looks like you might have a. Uh, yeah. Are you subscribed to r slash thalassophobia, dude? <laughs> no, and it's interesting. I, I go on there every now and then just to be like, damn, that is creepy. What gets me more is r slash submechanophobia. It's just big. It's like. Big animatronics? It's big machines underwater or like big uh, man made stuff underwater. That's that's freaking to me. Like uh like James and the Giant Peach with that like mechanical shark that attacked. Yeah. Like that's why that was so horrifying as a kid. It's just shit like uh the up close of like cruise ship propellers from underwater and how big they are. It's like terrifying. I don't know why. I mean, well, it's just cuz it can just kill you just you instantly. Watch James and the Giant Peach as a kid. I love that movie. Okay. James and the Giant Peach? Love it. I probably love it. I probably saw it like 2 years ago. I have it's it Hasn't been, you know. I watch it every now and then. I, it still holds up. Makes me hungry, man. Incredible. I, it's almost one of those films that I could, I would love to just have on and fall asleep to. It's just so warming. I always wanted to eat those fucking little glowing green worms. I'm not scared of you anymore, you stupid wino. And then you it know, stops. Yeah, it's a. It, he goes to the Empire freaking State Building in that movie. He does. You know, and he's saved by the uh, uh, child protective services. I guess ultimately, CPS comes and saves him. Yeah, it's a great movie. It made me so hungry. The part where they're like inside the peach and they're eating it, and, yeah, and they're like serving up it as a drink and all that shit. Or like you said, like the 
the special little wish worms the guy gives them that are glowing that are in that bag and one hops out and goes into the peach because Dude. he didn't catch it those i was like i want to eat i want to eat those those little they look like pasta it looks like, like <laughs> i know like, radioactive pasta i'm like mm, I, I, I could eat those things you know <laughs> little gummy pasta um i really uh fuck with radiation do a you? lot yeah i well, kind of play with it in my free time when i get home do you still have that vial of uranium we do it's in the other room Uranium bombs. Ah, okay, okay. If something was clicking in my head. It was a episode of SpongeBob. F yes, is for F friend, is for you know. yep. U is for uranium bombs. That's mm -hmm. a classic SpongeBob moment, dude. I saw a recent SpongeBob clip, and uh, they draw him different now, man. Like, yeah, they, his nose is shorter, he's like a smoother. He's smoother, and and he's too cleaned up, dude. They made him too clean for all these uh, leftist whack jobs out there. What did they do to SpongeBob? Let me guess. They gave him purple hair. They did. He has purple hair now. I don't know if you've <laughs> if you've watched the new SpongeBob episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even like the burp. Didn't look like it came out of your mouth. It looked like it was an added in sound effect because it was so casual. Well, it wasn't. I just you know I'm that talented. You are pretty talented when it when it when it comes to the flatulence and belching. You 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 could honestly, dude. If you if you Tapped into the fart fetish community, you could make crazy, crazy damage, dude. Mundo coin? Yeah, dude. You could make freaking mucho dinero, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, man. You could fucking sell, sell those fart videos online. I just noticed. What? It only matters for the visual aspect. What? But my little display is cut off. Oh my god, you made it this whole display and now we're, it's just... Should we move it? I mean, the audio listeners are going to be upset because I'm fixing something that benefits the viewing aesthetic of, you know, watching. I I, I don't know. If, I feel like if I help the visual viewers out, am I choosing a side? Does Are, are the people who only listen audio-wise going to lash out and attack me? They will, Ryan. But if you don't fix the visual side, then the visual viewers will lash out at you. Maybe it's one of those things like, you know, there's it's the there's, trolley dilemma. There's thirteen babies on a railroad, you know, railway, and then there's let's say fourteen babies on another one. Do I do I pull the lever and save that one baby? Yeah. Switch it up, actually, and then say what I said again. You know, you know what I'm trying to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the way you phrased it would be: if you pull the lever, you'd kill more babies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, that's why. That's why I said you have to switch it. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> this is the old trolley dilemma here. Do you kill fourteen babies, or do you? Or well, do Ryan, you let's be here? let's be real. If we're talking about the podcast listeners, yeah, we're talking about fourteen babies. <laughs> <laughs> the mixture of my genuine laugh and your narcissistic, pathetic display of emotion. <laughs> Oh, I love being evil, you know? <laughs> so, so should I? Am I taking that action and killing the 14 babies if I if I move this? I'm already talking about it, and the, the audio listeners... For the audio listeners, I, I, made, I made a beautiful setup that contains um, a foliage, our book, uh, our brand, and a candle. All, you know, made into like a little like, hey, look at this display. When I walked in the room, I went, ooh. 
Yeah. Damn. So did Luke. It Luke, looks Luke really nice. Proud Luke walked in and said, that's a, that's a nice little setup you've got there. And uh, you can only see the top of it on the visual. I've, I've, I've derailed the, the pod. I just made a conscious effort to pick our book up. Are we going to choose a random passage to read again, you and me both? Why not? The book is still it's, for you. How can long still has get it, it. How long has it been since? It's, it's, been a, it's been a minute, dude. And we're still selling hard copies and soft copies? Uh, hardcovers are sold out, but oh, uh, paperback is is online, and you can get the audiobook narrated by Gino Samuel. And can people also buy the uh, Lionsgate Studios produced film made from our book? Yes, they can. Yes, where they can. can they do that? Uh, right, wait, we got a cease and desist, but. Like from, because they said that we couldn't use their logo. Who cares? I mean, it's just a logo. Like, so I'm not sure if that. But what I'm saying is, I don't think it technically released because. Well, we just we didn't. we released it to the public online, and we you know we sold it at a couple garage sales and shit. And they're pissed that we put their logo on it, but I mean, I, I they should be flattered that we that we put their name and logo on it. it seems like the most safe studio to kind of like fly under, you know. Anyway, sorry, uh, Matt. Matt is about to pick a passage from the no the novel we wrote, uh, titled "Super Mega Saves the Troops." He's choosing one. It seems he's not getting one at random. Seems like he's not letting fate decide. A lot of people say, "Hey, well, you know, is it a real book? You know, like it is." Well, I mean, first of all, take a look at that. That's pretty thick. Audio listeners, take a listen to this. And that was only about half of it. So we it's a real book. We ran into someone at Renfair who recently started reading the book. Yeah, shout out to that, finished it yet. that viewer who we ran into at Renfair that hasn't finished yet. I hope that I hope that you enjoy the ending. Here. Um, here's just a random one I found. Okay. <laughs> Ryan popped off a little toot in the Japanese man's face as he climbed out. Ryan hoped no one would notice, but boy, was it stinky. We were in Japan, you know. Yeah. So it's not like I I I, I picked him out of a crowd, purposely <laughs> targeted you know? him for his ethnicity. You he know, was just we were just in Japan. Shall I? Shall I pick a random yeah, one? Yeah, go for it, man. <coughs> now I'm actually gonna be random. LOL. Yeah. LMFAO. Lumfau. Lumfau. People say Lamau, but they never say Lumfau. You know. Raffle. Watch this. Yeah. I was going to say, what if it's a bad passage? But guess what? There are no bad passages or bad sentences in the whole book. Go, 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 Matt hollered as bullets began flying over their heads. The gondola was off and the boys were out of there. The school of... Okay, yeah. The school of brutish Italians quickly piled into another nearby gondola. In lickety split, they were on their way down the canal to shoot some good boys, good and dead. Yeah, I mean, that's... Another how did passage. we get in this particular? How did we get in this particular predicament? You know. How do we get in that predicament? Particular predicament. How did we? Mm. You'll have to read and find out after these ads. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, remember earlier when I was saying, hey, there's a new style. You heard, Matt, put it on normal ways, which is facing forward. Then he turned it around and it was a backwards, goofy Jacksepticeye leather daddy hat. And now, you know, I mentioned a style that I wanted him to wear. I had an idea. Well, the visual listeners already see it, but to you audio listeners, it's, it's sideways now. Not front facing, not backwards, but sideways. I had no sidewards. idea. I had sidewards. I had sidewards. <laughs> I honestly had no clue when you said you had a big idea. I didn't know what could be done. And uh, <laughs> this is great. This is really a fantastic style. How's it feel? Actually feels like, technically, it feels like it's fitting my head the best this way. It looks cool, too. Like, this actually is probably, like, the sickest way to wear this hat. Um, I know. That was why it was such a good idea. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. If you saw Bruddy? <laughs> yeah. You know. I like that, though. It's like brother and buddy. Bruddy. It wasn't intentional, believe it or not. Hey man, sometimes uh, happy little accidents, you know. I meant to go brother, but it just came out. Just came bruddy. out as bruddy. I like bruddy. I think bruddy is a good, uh, it's a good slang term that okay. you've just coined. And uh, well, I think- well, we have to make sure that no other. We have to make sure the the, the whites have have it one hundred on this one because we've been known <sighs> to stake claim on things before yeah. that weren't originally ours. Accidentally, for, Act. just make sure you point that out. You know, it's like, oh, well, this new you slang sail word. for thousands of miles. You think you're gonna be, you know, not just down the. I don't know. You, you'd think that. Oh, no one has claimed I, I this yet. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. So who, who's to say? Exactly. You know who was there? Was uh, Adam and Eve, and uh, Jesus Christ as well. Christopher Columbus landed. <laughs> yeah, they're from Missouri. That is true. Well. No, Jesus was real. It's just like this new wave. Of, well, Jesus uh, went to America. But he wasn't the last, but he was they're saying a new prophet came about. That wasn't the son of God. That was just like God had new things to say. And one of the things he had to say was that Wait. Jesus came to America. Oh my, that's right. Because the originally Native Americans were white and Adam and the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. That's what Mormons believe. My favorite aspect of, of uh, and at Mormons, no disrespect here, you know. If it's your faith, it's your faith. I just think my favorite aspect... Hold on. What? Before you say that, you say no disrespect, but usually that typically is followed up 
Well, it's more With so disrespect. It's more so just what I'm about to say. I don't. It, it's like he's like, pardon my French, but you know, it's one of those. Okay, yeah, but when someone says pardon my French, they almost never speak French after that. No, unless some of these curses derived from no, no, that would maybe be bastard. You know, yeah. bastard. That sounds French. But bastard. anyway, uh, my favorite thing of the Mormon belief is you know like Joseph Smith was given the. Uh, an Fuckwad, you know? Fuckwad? Farquad. See? Sorry, go on. Is that the joke? I think so, yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, but basically, Joseph Smith, was he found the gold plates that was the New Testament of, of Jesus Christ, and he had the two seer stones to, that, he, that he had to put them into a hat and then look inside the hat, the dark hat, so he, the letters would light up and he could translate it to English. Uh, but my favorite thing was... Uh, he had to retranslate everything? Because the guy that transcribed it told his wife and his wife was like how do you know he's not lying he's like no he's telling the truth and she's like okay then i'm gonna hide this and if he is telling the truth he'll be able to just retranslate it again and he did and he goes back differences and then he's like no god is furious now that 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 you've lost these papers so now it's gonna be a different version because he's so pissed <laughs> and then it was a different version <laughs> and everyone's like yeah makes sense to me very funny they ran him out of town though didn't they joseph smith yeah. I don't know if they ran him out of town. They better not have. He was a good boy. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good. How many, like, religious, like, you know, nowadays, if someone claims to be religious, no one will ever take it seriously. But back then, for some reason, it was taken more seriously, and it blew up so big. I think it's still taken pretty seriously, especially in terms of politics, because it's because uh, religion controls a lot of uh, political outreach in a lot of different countries. No, I mean claims to be religious in sense of being a prophet. You know, oh, yeah. Where like back then it seemed like it was common and then they were a prophet and still. If in- you're a prophet now, people are going to roll their eyes and go, whack job, you know? Yeah. Which that's what people said about Jesus, by the way. Just want to make that clear. You ever think maybe Jesus was just like an illusionist? Like, uh, not David Beckham, David, uh, Spade, David, what's his name? I think it wasn't a... Chris Angel. I think Jesus was an unfortunate man that spouted some stuff and then got mercilessly, uh, uh, brutally killed and uh, tortured uh, because he was mentally unwell. I think that... I think they just did that to a mentally unwell guy. He had a lot of friends who liked him. He got pretty popular. One friend who didn't like him, apparently. Are you talking about Judas or Pontius Pilate? I'm talking about, pardon my French, Judas. The guy he kissed on the lips? <laughs> the guy, yeah. He betrayed him and then he kissed him on the lips. He did. He kissed him right on the lips. Yeah, he did. You tell me one of the last things Christ did before he died was kiss a man on the lips? Who should know what, what the, like, uh, I mean, some of... Right, some of the Bible are supposed recount recounts of the retelling of the story, or direct re, direct recounts. Some of them. I mean, like back then, Peter. stories were just retellings. They were just retold because there was no actual record, right? No, especially since it was transcribed. I mean, Jesus existed. Hebrew, yeah, like Jesus existed. I don't think a lot of people. Some people try to say he didn't, but I. It's obviously existed because it's like there are records of him existing. Yeah. You know, like kings talking about him and, you know, stuff like that. But uh, what if he was just a guy that was just trying to make the world a little brighter? 
Or maybe he was just an abusive cult leader. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, it is kind of crazy to think about what if, you know, he was just a just a, a crazy guy suffering from, like, ideas, illusions of grandeur. And people, and he got enough of a following, and then that would that that is crazy though that it, it stuck around it, that that he had that much well people, cultural impact. People followed him because of of the greed of the empire at the time. You know what I'm saying? Are there allegories for Jesus Christ in Star Wars? Uh, maybe, but I mean, it, I I think because it's based off of the original hero's journey, which has a lot of I think a lot. Of symbolism with like mm. God and Christianity. And so like technically, Star Wars took place before Jesus Christ, didn't it? Yes. Wouldn't it have? Yeah. In a galaxy long, long ago? Yes. But what I was saying was that uh, it's because he preached a message of uh, to the down to the downtrodden people. You know, he was he was for the common man, and the big guys up top didn't like that. No. Jesus is actual like the message he preached. Not a bad message, you know. No. You know, it was, it was to take in the the sick and the hungry, and we are talking about a civilization who put it into law to go into the homes and slaughter the firstborn child. Hey, man, just because you don't get it doesn't mean that you have to be sitting over here and shitting on it. <laughs> You're right, man. You know. You're right. You know. Yeah. Where's Pharaoh? Pharaoh. Oh, baby, let my people go. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. We got to do just honestly, man. Why have we not done a full Christian cover album of all the classics? Because we're a bunch of doofuses. We're a couple of doofuses. Yeah, we are a couple of doofuses, man. And I don't understand it. Oh, I started watching. Um, I started. Wa I watched the first episode and a half of Righteous Gemstones. The Danny McBride, John Goodman show. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Uh, also, it's shot that, in Charleston. Oh, who's that dude from Workaholics? Adam. Uh, Adam Divine. Divine yes. Uh, He's in it as well. He is. Very funny. Uh, but it's, you know, it's shot in Charleston. That's why I watched it. And, you know, it, this show starts with our God is an awesome God. That's like the first scene. <laughs> really? They're over in China baptizing people and they're singing that song in Chinese. And it's a really funny show. I really like it. Um, and you know what's crazy? In the first episode, they go to a restaurant, and it's the restaurant that was across the street from the Chick-fil-A I worked at. And I saw it, and I, I did the Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> were, you, were you having, like, a little mixed bevy? They also, the, the mega church, straw. I was. I had a mixed bevy, um, and I went, the mega church, where they, like, where they film, it's where my high school graduation was. I, I graduated high school in that room. You and I, you went to a mega church? No, it, they shot, they shoot in the Coliseum. Oh, okay. The Charleston. Because you went to a, a classic, just like steepled church, right? I went to a contemporary uh, church. Was it a square building or did it have a steeple? There was an old church that was attached to it, but they had an old church service for the old people that was like the organs. And then I went to the fucking rock and roll for Jesus Christ type service. God is epic. How great is our God? They had the fucking drums. And Sing with me, how great, how great. So you ever think about you and I could repent and yeah we could but you know no it's the fun in that we're still in our 20s man we thought, have a lot of time for repentance no no, no I but I just thought of a business plan Ryan for us 
that might be the best business plan. Super mega purity rings. Uh, no. Um, no? No? Okay, sorry. Wrong that, track. That, that, that is an add-on that will make even more money. Listen to this. Okay. We repent, oh. right? We give up this lifestyle of being inappropriate, immature YouTubers. We come back to God, and then we make a living going around speaking to, to Christian youth. Giving, giving seminars and sermons at, at big church events about how we gave up that lifestyle and found our way back to God. And the kids will want to see us because they'll go, oh, those are YouTubers. They to, knew PewDiePie. I used to smoke weed every day. <laughs> it's always that type of shit. It's never like, I was, you know, I was, I was shooting up heroin for eight years. It's like, <coughs> I smoked weed. I was in college and I, I would smoke weed every single day. And I liked it. And that's the danger of it. The devil doesn't give you things you hate. It would be too easy. You'd hate him. It would be simple. He tricks you. It's the things that you love that he'll work his way into. We should honestly rent like, like a... Like your parents. Like your parents. You, you can't trust your parents. You can only trust God. Don't trust your parents. Only trust God. Only trust God. Not your um, parents. God is the ultimate, all-powerful, all-knowing. We're talking to you, loving. Lucas. Lucas. Lucas, we're talking to you. Don't, don't trust me. your parents. Don't trust your parents. Whatever they do. You can trust him for now, but just remember God's number one, baby. God will always be number one. Your parents. One day we're going to randomly pick the wrong name to do that joke about. <laughs> I know. And we're going to, some kid is going to have a mental breakdown because of that. Um, no, but we should honestly rent a church one day, like like a big auditorium, <laughs> fill it with like youth and like Bowling parents. Balls. Sorry. What? Why? What? I, Wait, I, no, no, no. That's a better idea than what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's it. A bowling ball. brim with bowling balls. <laughs> I show up to shoot thinking that there's going to be like youth there, like like extras. And there's trucks loading bowling balls in. <laughs> Ryan, what do you do? What? What? Where's the extras? Dude, I thought we were doing the bowling ball thing. What? <laughs> we should we should honestly shoot, like get the cameras, the whole like broadcast set up. And shoot like an hour-long fake sermon that we give as ex-YouTubers to the youth about we, repentance. We've kind of done that, but this would be a step up from it. We did the uh, Christmas special, which was fun. In my mind, that's an S-tier video. I saw some Megheads went and they made a tier list Ooh, of, where is this? of our where, where live action videos. This? Uh, I need to stroke my ego a little bit. I saw it on Twitter and people were making different versions of the live action like tier list. Ooh. And, Are they tagging us in it? Uh -huh. Like the Super Mega? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I agreed with some, I disagree with some, but I think the C Christmas Eve sermon is S tier. A lot of people disagree with that, but I think it's a, I think it's a fun one. Well, it was all improv in terms of, I, I, I like our live action stuff that we produce. I'm, I'm excited to <clears throat> produce more of it. Me too. But uh, I just uh, think that uh, if people were to somehow, I don't know, come into contact or possession of or sight of like a five bucks. It, it would be able to afford them a lot of extra bonus content from a certain uh, set of YouTubers, couple of YouTubers like us. They like where they could go to a site called Patreon, pay this five dollars, get okay. extra bonus features like a like a new movie uh, watching uh, the show, you know, Uncle Sleepover. They could watch an extended version of Uncle this podcast, Sleepover. for example, as well. Well, it's its own after show. Wait, you're telling me that every episode of, of 
the podcast that we release has a fully additional exclusive segment. Only if someone were to have possession of five dollars, you know. But five dollars, I mean, what? Five dollars a day is expensive, Ryan. Yeah, it 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 gets it, it five dollars a day. Of course, but then then you then you weigh it yourself. You go, is this a practical decision? Is this something I like can afford? And then if it's no, that's all fine. We'll, we still love you here. Five dollars a but, day. But but if they do find it worth it, they'll get a ton of epic, awesome extra content that you can only get for five dollars a month. A month. Did I say day? I was saying day, so you go, no, it's not five dollars oh, a day. Sorry, no. It's actually only five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. Or you can also sign up for a full year in advance, which is uh cheaper than buying a hoodie. You know? Damn. Yeah. Well, sounds like it's cheaper well, than a video game. Sounds like a certain after show is about to be recorded, which means that unfortunately there's all sorts of fun stuff over on that freaking Patreon page. Yeah. There's two Q&As this month. And we'll be back again with the same podcast next week, as well as, like, who knows what else is going to be uploaded in that time. Who freaking knows? We've got some uh, fun live action in the works. Let's, uh, but, but, we, you we, know. We shot it. We shot a really crazy video. It is. It's just going to take a while to edit because it, again, we're just, uh, I don't want to share too much about the video, but it is a intensive uh, edit uh, we're just Tucker's in the process of organizing and cutting everything to make it cohesive, so we can go in and yeah add the narrative. Here's what I'll say and stuff. Here's what I'll add because people might be like, "Oh, you guys are just lazy." It's intensive not, edit. There's there's thirty different camera angles. Over thirty different camera angles. Yes, thirty not, different cameras were used. It's not anytime soon. This video is coming. We, we're thinking. I don't want to, I actually don't want to make any promises. No but, promises. But it's not going to be a month. We're working hard on it. Yeah. Uh, and just because of the fact that there are over 30 cameras used simultaneously filming, uh, it's a lot to go through. Yes. So, uh, and then not just going through it, but having to cut it up to tell a story. And uh, we just recently uploaded, uh, we've been sitting on the oh, footage yeah. for a while, I think after Creator Clash. Just that whole year in general, we were just kind of feeling like, ah, we just sat on the footage for a long time, and, you know, we both uh, lost our masculinity and our respect from all of our loved ones and our parents uh, when we lost our fights. So we had, it took a lot of time to earn, one, our masculinity back and the trust of our of our peers, friends, and, and family members I don't slash know. loved ones. Well, Ryan, if I'm being honest, when you lose a boxing match, especially one that's of this nature where it's it's friends boxing each other. Yeah. And and it's like YouTubers boxing. If you lose that, you lose your masculinity and you you lose your sense of integrity. Respect. Personal self-worth is down forever. It never comes back. You don't come back from that. In in as in your eyes and the eyes of everyone around you that saw that. That saw that despicable act. But anyways, uh, I guess what I'm saying is it takes time, you know? It takes time, and we 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 re, we rebuilt those connections and roads, and now, um, you know, we were able to put our egos aside and put our guilt and our shame away, throw it away in the trash, and Tucker put together, you know, Justin cobbled it, you know, and Tucker went in, and you know, there's a lot of like mechanical work done by the two, 
and it turned I think it turned out great. Yeah, we have a great documentary out now that chronicles the lead up and the behind the scenes and our fights and the commentary over our fights uh, as well as what happened a year later. Yes. Um, so that is out now on our channel. It's called Super Mega Loses Creator Class 2022. It's about a 35 minute documentary. Really, really good stuff. Um, unfortunately, though, I, as good of a documentary as, as it is, it, it, it does not bring back my dignity, my masculinity. I was emasculated from that, and I've lost the respect of loved ones. I've lost the respect of everyone in the industry. I lost the respect of you. And, you know, I can try to joke it off. I Sound can, like, it sounds like there's a chip on your shoulder about it. Buddy. Well, the thing is, I try, you know, I can try. I'd say talk to your therapist about this. Don't tell people I go to therapy. That, that's, that's, what, that's what women do. Well, if I was being honest, therapists about this. How about that, buddy? How's that for honest? Okay, well, let's just fucking do the after hours then. Clearly, you never got respect back from me after that. It shows. Bye, everyone. Do you think the hat looked cool the whole time? Did it ever, like... Dude. Mondo. Epic. Okay, sick. <laughs> Matt and Ryan, that was not funny. But I love Super Mega. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.